Hello, and welcome to Confessions of a Terrible Leader, where real leaders share the raw truth about the lessons they learned the hard way, so you don't have to. Join our host, Lacey Nelson, founder of Transcend Leadership Collective and former terrible leader. Every leader can become worthy of being followed if they are willing to put in the work. On this podcast, we share the messy stories and behind-the-scenes reality of what the work actually entails. We welcome you to this community of revolutionary leaders who believe honest communication, healthy conflict, and building cultures of acceptance, respect, and trust are not only possible, but non-negotiable for cultivating world-class teams. Welcome back to Confessions of a Terrible Leader. I'm your host, Lacey Nelson, and former Terrible Leader. This is the second of a week-long series on the fundamentals of how do you get someone ready to lead? What do you need to be looking for? And how do you know you're going to get your money's worth, essentially, when it comes to investing in training and leadership development? If you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to the first episode. And we're going to dive into this even deeper today. This is going to be a quick one. I'm going to set the stage for what are the levels of leadership development awareness that you need to be mentoring when you're mentoring, the conversations you need to be having with people that are targeted, that are have been identified as those you want to move up in the organization, or really just see what they've got when it comes to leadership potential. Where do you even start? It's not something that is going to happen in the most effective way possible without intention. So let me today just introduce you to a structure and a way to think about developing their leadership. Or if you are the person that is listening to this because you want to know how to further your own leadership, just apply this to yourself. So again, like I said yesterday, it's very high ROI, $7 for every $1 spent when you're in quality leadership training. Talked about what that means. When you're in a quality leadership mentorship, what are the things that you need to be learning to be able to actually get that ROI? And I didn't share this yesterday, but I'm going to share it today. Leadership effectiveness accounts for up to 6.9 times greater returns, not percent times, 6.9 times greater returns when you have solid leadership in the seats that they need to be in. So there you go. Let's now move into what are those levels, those three levels to think about helping someone understand their leadership development. How can you mentor them along the way? Well, if we think about leadership development really as three concentric circles or a target, in the center and the starting point for anyone that we that we work with, anyone that you're mentoring really needs to be a solid grasp on understanding their own personal leadership, understanding themselves as a leader first. Gary Vee always speaks to high self-awareness and I am so on board with that. Self-awareness is key and helping people to gain a solid self-awareness through some personal leadership awareness and skill development, that is the center of the circle. That is where it all starts. So I talked about that heart first model last episode. It's so relevant to understanding yourself and how you are when you are leading, how you are responding, how you are responsive when you turn reactive, how you're engaging with your environment, with people around you. So that are you creating that environment where heart first leadership can thrive? 
you have to understand several things about yourself. Leaders that you are mentoring, they need to be able to understand several things about themselves to really get a firm grasp on the self-awareness concept, the personal leadership concentric center bullseye of that circle. So first thing, where do we start? People need to understand where their true north is. They need to understand first and have a firm grasp on their own core values, not the company's core values, not what they think their core values should be, but what they actually are. And I always encourage people when we're doing this work to keep it to three. They need to know their own core values, no more than three. There's some great work written about this. Uh, Brene Brown's Dare to Lead is a phenomenal book. It walks you through how to understand your own core values. It's something that we walk our clients through. Great place to start. Everyone needs to know what their core values are. People also need to understand what their default settings are for leadership styles. I think that we could all agree that the world is in desperate need of a new approach to leadership. Evidence is abundant. There are some different forms of leadership that are are starting to gain traction. Servant leadership was the first in kind of the new wave of understanding the different styles of leadership that are effective. That servant leadership was the first. There's actually three or four more that have arisen around that concept that are slightly different. Point being, people need to understand what's their default setting for leadership and leadership styles and how can they move between the different styles as needed to help the people get the results that they're leading that they want and that the people want. So for example, understanding when to use commanding leadership, which is very directive. There's not a lot of democracy involved in that. It's do what I asked you to do, do it now, here's the plan, we're moving forward. And most people bristle at that for good reason. It's not somewhere anyone should live, but there is an appropriate time to use it. And it's the little things about understanding when is that appropriate time. If you're curious, when do you actually use that? It's during crisis or massive change, but for a very short period. And you also want to couple it with affiliative leadership on the back end of that. So you maintain connection during that time. So there is an art and a science and a madness to all of it. It all it all blends together. But people need to know, like, what are their defaults? What do they have to work harder towards leaning into when it comes to servant leadership or leading with authenticity, another model that's arising, or transformative leadership? So where are your natural tendencies and when do you need to lean into different styles in order to help people achieve their own goals and what they want to achieve? This is understanding the baseline of what are what are kind of like my factory settings and then what do I have to work harder at? That's different for every person. They need to do the work. You need to help them dig into that and figure that out so then they can adjust accordingly because there isn't a prescription that is going to be relevant for every individual because we're all unique and dynamic. So they need to know that. They also need to understand how others are perceiving them. And you need to know that if you're leading, how they need to have a handle on the Jahari window exercise is excellent for this, having a handle on how other people are perceiving them. Another way to think about it is, is our intention in alignment with our impact? Is our intention in alignment with our impact? And how do we know it's off? We can have the best of intentions and the impact can be actually sometimes even with the most beautiful intentions can be harmful. 
that's the extreme. We don't want to go there. How do we get everything aligned to where what we're intending is what is actually being perceived by the people? So you need to help your people that you have looked at and said, I want them to lead. You need to be intentional about conversations that bring that to the forefront, that help them dig into that and understand that in that personal center of leadership. There's also understanding self-regulation is massive. We're actually going to touch on that a little bit more in another podcast on this series and cultivating optimism, mindfulness. We'll hit that a little bit later, but I want to get through the three circles first. So personal leadership, middle circle, like that is the, the bullseye. It starts there. The next level they need to understand is how to work with teams. How do you work with a team? How do you lead a team? So how do I lead myself? How do I lead a team? Understanding the basics of delegation and how to delegate, how to coach someone, how to have a collaborative conversation. Most people hear like, oh, you need to be a mentor and a coach, but they don't really know how to do it. So helping people understand that are in seats of leadership, what does that actually mean? How do you have a conversation that is collaborative and not corrective action? And when do you know which one to have? important skills to get under wrap. Also understanding how to deal with confrontation, how to deal with conflict. So I talked about how it's so important. We need to help people really know because it will come up working with teams, whether it's them and another member of the team. So a leader having a issue with another member of the team, or what do they do when they got team members that are just infighting and it's so destructive. Or (laughs) what do you do when you have a lack of cross-functionality and you have uh, people that are whole departments that just can't seem to talk to each other? So understanding how to identify it, what to do about it, and then giving, you know, a diagnostic to kind of figure out what is actually going on here and then taking the right next steps. That's another set of skills that outside circles. So personal leadership, leading teams. How do I lead myself? How do I lead teams? That's that outer ring, the the next level of that outer ring. And then finally, how do you understand or how do they understand the organization as a whole? So how do they understand organizational leadership? So we got personal, we've got leading teams, and then that outer circle working your way out. How do they understand how to lead from the organizational level They need to understand how organizational leadership works. And what does that mean? That's they need to understand how to set relevant goals and KPIs and all whatever term you want to call them. And in the context of moving the mission forward for the whole organization, how do you track that? How do you do How do you have a scorecard that is a tool and not a weapon where people really are understanding the ins and outs of the big picture of the organization? They need to understand the 30,000 foot view so they can get a really firm handle on how decisions are being made. That is a really important part of leadership. The more alignment they can have in that area, the more return that they're going to see for success in their departments. So really want to make sure that we are helping people when we are helping them learn how to lead. What does organizational leadership look like? What does strategic planning look like? What does annual planning look like? What's the difference between the two? What should quarterly planning look like? Should there be a cadence to how we set the answers? Yes, there should be a cadence. But having all of these levels of discussion and understanding these concepts will really set your people up for success because they're going to take it back and they're going to replicate what you're teaching them 
with their own teams. At least I hope they are. If you're doing a good job, they are. So those are the three levels of understanding how to lead. It's personal leadership first. How do I lead myself? How do I lead my team? What is organizational leadership? How does that all work? That's what you need to focus on when you are mentoring someone and helping them understand leadership and identify the areas that they need to grow in, as well as what all of us need to know how to do consistently. All right, until next time, go manage like a leader. Thanks for being part of this community of revolutionary leaders who believe honest communication, healthy conflict, and building cultures of acceptance, respect, and trust are not only possible, but non-negotiable for cultivating world-class teams. If you are in the early stages of leadership or you are currently in a leadership position and are supervising rising leaders within your organization, you are going to want to learn more about our virtual live community created specifically for emerging leaders. Our first virtual cohort begins on April 2nd. And remember, this is a live virtual community, so you can sign up from anywhere. You will be connecting with other heart-first leadership-minded individuals and learning together. Sign up for our free newsletter, the link is in the show notes, to be the first to know when registration goes live and receive first access. Confessions of a Terrible Leader is hosted by Lacey Nelson and produced by Mary Scott. Music is by Leif Olson and Mary Scott from the band The Number of Months. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And until next time, go manage like a leader.